Welcome to Rhema for Today. Now I realize, and I said this before, but I want to repeat it because we have new people coming all the time, that it's hard for those that are not acquainted with the scriptures, as they should be, to understand this fact, this basic fact, that the laws that are governing the earth today very largely came into being with the fall of man and with the curse upon the earth because of sin. Now it's because of this, it's because that men do not understand this that many accuse God of the accidents that take place. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week we went into the archive vault and chose Kenneth E. Hagin's teaching, A Better Covenant. This will be a great teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin with today's message. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going today to look at some scripture and say some things I've said before, but I'm good at that. You know, after all, if this is school of prayer and school of healing, you can't just keep coming up with something new on healing. You have to, have to go over the same thing. But feeding on God's Word is sort of like feeding in the natural. You know, Jesus made a statement in Matthew 4, 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Now what Jesus is doing is using a natural human term to explain a spiritual truth. And what he's saying is that man shall not live by food. Bread stands for food. Man shall not live by just natural food, in other words, feeding his body alone, but by every word of God. What he's saying is, is what food is to the physical body, the word of God is to our spirits. And we all know from the standpoint of food, we don't always come up with something new to eat, do we? No, we keep eating basically the same foods over and over again. We just try to fix them up a little different. You know, if it's potatoes, one time we may have baked potatoes, next time fried potatoes, next time boiled potatoes, next time potato salad. You know, so I'm just taking the same food, or if you're part of the express, the same potato and just fix it a little different, you see. <laughs> hey, hey, man. And I, I seem to be impressed. I know I went along this line some, but we, we enlarge then some on it. And as we go along, sometimes God gives us added light, flashes of light, gleams of truth, you know, will flash across. But Jesus said in John's Gospel, the 14th chapter, remember the text there, he that has seen me has seen the Father? You remember one of the disciples asked him, Lord, you know, show us the Father and it suffice us. He said, have I been so long time with you and hast thou not seen me? He that has seen me has seen the Father. Well, if you want to see God, you want to see God? Well, look at Jesus. Just look at Jesus. If you want to see how God uh, looks upon sickness and disease and how he deals with sickness and disease, look at Jesus. If you want to hear what God's got to say about sickness and disease, listen to Jesus. He that's seen me has seen the Father. If you want to see God at work, look at Jesus, and you'll see God at work. 
Now I realize, and I said this before, but I want to repeat it because we have new people coming all the time, that it's hard for those that are not acquainted with the scriptures as they should be to understand this fact, this basic fact, that the laws that are governing the earth today very largely came into being with the fall of man and with the curse upon the earth because of sin. Now it's because of this, it's because that men do not understand this that many accuse God of the accidents that take place. They accuse God of the sickness and death of their loved ones. They accuse God of the storms and catastrophes and earthquakes and floods that continually occur. But all these natural laws, as we understand them, were set aside by Jesus whenever it was necessary to bless humanity. Well, was he setting aside God's law? No, he said, he that seen me seen the Father. Was he working against God? No, no, certainly not. You see, these laws came with the fall of man. That is when, when Adam sinned and the curse put upon the earth. Their author is Satan. And when Satan is finally eliminated from human contact or rather from the earth, then these laws will stop functioning. And thank God that'll be a glorious day. Because don't you remember the Bible talks about when Satan is eliminated from human contact or from the earth, the Bible said there shall be nothing that shall hurt or shall destroy. Nothing. Nothing. So Jesus' description here in John 14 when he said, He that has seen me has seen the Father makes it impossible for one moment to accept the teaching that disease and sickness are of God. Because you see, if disease and sickness are of God, then Jesus is working against God by healing everybody he can. He went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. He that has seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. I'm going to keep saying that till he soaks in on some of you. He that has seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. He that has seen me has seen the Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In fact, the Father's very nature refutes the argument that he would use sickness to discipline up 
or to deepen our piety. And yet that's the idea and the thinking that a lot of people have. Jesus plainly taught us, as we have pointed out any number of times, because this is the clearest verse on the subject in the 13th chapter of Luke, speaking of the woman with infirmity, Jesus plainly taught us that disease is of the adversary, the enemy, Satan. He said, Art not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan is bound, lo, these 18 years to be loose, to have been loose from this bond on the day of the Sabbath? Now, if you'll read carefully these four Gospels, you'll notice that Jesus was continually casting demons out of sick people, breaking Satan's dominion over the lives of men and women. Peter, you know, told us in that verse that we refer to so often, I've already quoted a time or two, Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Now, go back there about that woman with the, with the spirit of infirmity for just a moment. Jesus said, Art not this woman being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan is bound, lo, these 18 years, to be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath. Now, you see, he said that it was Satan that had bound her, and he must have been revealed to him by the Spirit that she had been bound with that condition for 18 years. But notice the reason that he said she ought to be delivered or healed or set free, seeing also that she's a daughter of Abraham, or as this translation reads that I'm reading, being a daughter of Abraham. Now, I've had some people to say to me, well, yeah, that's right, you know, God did establish a covenant of healing with Israel, all right, the descendants of Abraham, so therefore, she ought to be free because she is a daughter of Abraham. But I want you to turn to the third chapter of the book of Galatians. And remember that Paul's writing this letter not to a Hebrew, a Jewish church. Notice he said, Paul, an apostle, first verse, the first chapter. Then we'll read from the third chapter. Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. You see, this letter was not written just to one church. It was written to be read through uh, the churches throughout all Galatia. A number of churches. And these were Gentile churches. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first in this offer is the book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits. The next item is the three-CD set by Kenneth E. Hagan, 
a fresh anointing. Also in the package is the CD from Kenneth W. Hagen's teaching, Walking with God. Next is the three CD set from Lynette Hagen, titled, If I Can, You Can. You get all this for the price of $45. But that's not all. If you order this package, we will give you a free mini book called How to Walk in Love by Kenneth E. Hagen. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. 21st through the 23rd, I got yes. my tongue tang. That's two <laughs> weeks away. Two weeks away. Yes. Uh, Sunday night, Monday morning, Monday night, Tuesday morning, Tuesday night at Kissimmee, Florida at Kingdom Life International Christian Center with Pastors Kenneth and Lynette Estrada. We haven't missed their names. They are Kenneth and Lynette. <laughs> and they are Kenneth and Lynette. We have a great time with them yes. over that. And then we're going to move up the 24th through the 26th. We're going to Savannah, Georgia for a Living Faith Crusade. Yeah, Wednesday through Friday. That's right, at the Seed Church with Pastors Lisa and Kempe Womble. And if you want to know anything about it, just go to rhema.org and all the details are there. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, A Better Covenant. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.